It is not healthy for your main focus to be all the chaos that's going on around us. But in the midst of chaos, how do we find peace? Let's get into it. We've got some difficult days ahead. I just want to do God's will. I want you to know the night that we as a people will get to the promised land. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and my sisters, and welcome to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. I am your host, Yem Yahoo Dawid, and this is Jacob Seed Podcast, where our main goal is, con- is to connect the 12 tribes of Israel to uplifting, encouraging, and thought-provoking content through this platform called podcasting. Now, I want to thank everybody for your continued support, everyone who has listened, everyone who has shared, everyone who has followed us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, anybody who has sent support via uh, uh, a monthly gift or a one-time gift, um, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. And all my listeners out there, those who keep on listening, man, keep on listening uh, because that is the greatest support that I can have. Um, if you keep on listening to this podcast, check it out. I want to shout out everybody who has been listening to this podcast. I don't know specific people or names, um, but this, but but my system does show me where you're listening from. And I want to just shout out all those states and countries that has been supporting uh, this podcast thus far. So check this out. Everybody in Tennessee who's listening, thank you. Appreciate it. Everybody in Virginia, Georgia, Oregon, California, Texas, Illinois, Pennsylvania, New York, North Carolina, Massachusetts, Maryland, Florida, Connecticut, Ohio, South Carolina, Alabama, Arizona, uh, Mississippi, Arkansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Kentucky, Washington, the District of Columbia, D.C., Chocolate City, New Jersey, Missouri, Indiana, Colorado, Vermont, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Nevada, South Dakota, and Wisconsin. Listen, y'all have been awesome. Continue to be awesome. Continue listening. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And all the countries around the world. Listen, y'all, I'm humbled that people from around the world are listening to Jacob C. Podcast. Shout out to all my listeners in Germany. Shout out to all my listeners in the UK. Shout out to all my listeners in Canada. Rwanda, South Africa, Ireland, Uganda, Russia, Romania, Australia, Puerto Rico, Ethiopia, Vietnam, Niger, France, Algeria, Iran, St. Martin, Bahamas. Uh, I can't even pronounce this country. What is it? Uh, Chechia. I'm, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Uh, the Netherlands, South, South Korea, Brazil, Thailand and Singapore. Listen. I want to thank each and every one of you for continuing to listen to this podcast, because like I said, it it th- this is really um, therapy for me. And y'all get to listen to me have some therapy sessions. But I can I, I, I greatly, greatly appreciate all the listeners who listen each and every week to Jacob C podcast. So with all that being said, let's get right into the subject matter. How do we have peace in the midst of all this chaos? So, as I say, unless you've been living under a rock worldwide, we've been having riots, protests and demands for equality 
from so-called African-American groups who are marginalized and oppressed in these nations which we've been scattered to. And we knew that was going to happen to us via uh, Deuteronomy uh, 2868. Um, uh, you could look at the uh, Jeremiah 16 um, and all of the kind of verses in Isaiah uh, verses uh, was that I believe is Matthew 24 ish. Um, where Yeshua even predicts that we would be scattered as well. Um, and he even said, man, woe to those who have children during this time. Uh, we, we, we talk about Jacob's trouble and all these different things that we knew were going to happen to us because we were disobedient to the covenant that the Most High made with us uh, through his prophet Moses on Mount Sinai. So now we're scattered into these nations. Now we're being oppressed, just like the scripture said we would be um, in vivid detail. The scripture gives and, in, and you can look through history and see that only one group of people has gone through these this vivid detail of curses and punishments. Only one people. And that would be the so-called um, black folks who are scattered into all nations, not just America. So I, I want you guys to be able to think globally. So our people are this is not just an American issue. This is a South American issue. This is a European issue. This is an African issue. Um, this is an Asian issue because we're scattered to all countries and all continents. All right. It's an Australian issue. You know, whatever the continent that you want to name, we're there. We're scattered there and we're being oppressed. But here's the thing. If we continue to just focus and concentrate on our oppression and all the chaos that's going on around us. It's going to drive us crazy and we're going to be in a state of depression. We're going to be in a state of uh, PTSD uh, playing. Uh, there's an effect and you may, whether you believe it or not, it seeing people who look like you being shot down in cold blood, whether by police officers or private citizens, each and every day on the news, seeing us being abused, seeing us being beaten, seeing us being marginalized, seeing us being oppressed, does something to your brain. It's called trauma. When people go off to war, they call it PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. But we just simply call it trauma. And the sad thing about trauma is trauma can be passed down through your DNA. So you can look it up. It's called epigenetics, epigenetics. I think I did a podcast on it or mentioned it in a podcast before, uh, but look it up epigenetics and in, uh, uh, epigenetics simply says that you can pass down traits and trauma through your DNA to your children. So when someone says that slavery doesn't affect us, the fact that I was watching, um, what is it, uh, the butler the other day, uh, at least a scene from the butler, and it showed um, the characters played by Mariah Carey and um, David Banner. They're in a field and the slave master looks like one of his sons or even the field masters came out and said, hey, I need your wife to help me in the shed. He proceeds to take this man's wife in the shed, rape her. And everybody in the cotton field knows what's going on. And David Banner's son uh, says, Dad, you're not going to do anything about that. First of all, as a man, hearing your wife get raped. And this had to be a daily thing. And this happened daily on these slave plantations, y'all. 
hearing your wife getting raped, in some cases seeing your wife getting raped, seeing your husband getting beaten with lashes half to death, seeing your young daughter being raped, seeing your, your, your young boy, seeing your husband being raped by these uh, uh, sodomite slave owners. That does something to your psyche. And through epigenetics, that trauma is passed down through your DNA. So when someone says that slavery doesn't affect us, slavery most definitely affects us because we still have in our DNA trauma that's never been dealt with. And now you have both. And I put it up on my uh, Instagram post once how to navigate through the matrix. Never be surprised when Democrats and Republicans and I'm talking specifically about America and however your government is set up, if you're listening to this around the world. Uh, but never be surprised when the Democrats, Republicans, the liberals and conservatives, the left wing and the right wing disagree on stuff. But we, we need to be paying real close attention when they start agreeing on things. Do you guys realize at the time of this recording of this podcast, the Mississippi has taken down the Confederate symbol in their flag? I'll say that again. Mississippi, the most dangerous state. For any black man during slavery and Jim Crow has taken down the Confederate flag. The darling of the Confederacy has taken down their flag or taken the Confederacy flag out of their state flag permanently forever. They have agreed with the liberals, the conservatives and the liberals, Republicans and Democrats, the left wing and the right wing are starting to agree on some things behind the scenes in public. They're orchestrating race wars riots whether it's black lives matter and i just did a podcast about the real agenda for black lives matter please listen to that because their agenda has nothing to do with black people it has everything to do with the lgbt community um lifting up trans communities their their, their true agenda is to dismantle the black family to remove to emasculate the black man and to remove him from the from the household and to remove him from the African-American society and culture and to create him into a feminine, uh, a feminine man, a masculine man, a, a transgender. That is their real agenda. So their agenda is not to build up the black community, but it's literally to dismantle and tear down. Read it for yourself. You can go to their website and click on their about um, tab and you can read all that stuff for yourself. They're not hiding anything from us. So you have Antifa out there. You have Black Lives Matter out there. You have all these uh, liberal and conservative news stations out there on a 24 hour loop cycle protesting and stuff is starting to change. But here's what the thing you have to think about. So you telling me for 400 years we've been in this country and we've not been treated any kind of way. We've never had equality, which I still don't understand why we would want equality with our oppressors. But that's another podcast for another day but we've never had equality here we've never been treated like a true human being here brother george floyd gets a knee put on his neck now all of a sudden everybody's sympathetic to the african-american experience come on y'all gotta wake up we can't keep falling for these breadcrumbs these folks don't care about you they care about the agenda that they're trying to push and it just so happens to be that so-called African-Americans at the moment will help them push their agenda. You know how many people are getting rich off of this? 
People, this country has been getting rich off our misery from day one. Whether it's the, the whether it's on the plantation, whether it's not paying us equal wages for the same work, uh, or whether it's uh, whatever it may be, go on down the list. Go on down the list. This country has been profiting off of our misery. All right. So don't believe for one second that all this so-called change is going to help us in the long run. It helps their agenda, whatever that is. Also, look up Agenda 2030 if you don't know about that. Anyway, so we're talking about how do we in all of that, how do we have peace in the midst of all of this chaos that's going on around us? My brother, my sister, my beloved Mishpaka, my family, if you are not rooted in scripture, your mind is going to destroy you. I'll say that again. If you are not rooted in the scriptures, your mind will destroy you. At our assembly, we do a weekly Torah study. So we have a section of Torah that is the books between Genesis and Deuteronomy where we study and we go through every year. We go through the whole Torah. We meditate on it day and night because we understand that 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 your mind has to be right. Your mind has to be in those scriptures, because if they're not. My goodness. And in your your sole focus is, is all these videos being shared of us getting shot down on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, all this anger that's spewing all this hate that's spewing white people showing they real colors, uh, so-called black folks um, out there, whether it's this, these trans folks twerking in front of uh, police officers or black people out there yelling out all lives matter and all this dumb crap that's going on. If you're really focused on all of that stuff. You're going to go crazy. They're lynching us, literally lynching us back again. There's, there's been men that's been found lynched on trees now. But if your soul focuses all this craziness going on around us right now, you're not going to make it. And I ain't talking about the end times. I'm talking about right now today. Your mind will take you in a place that you may never recover from. So you have to be rooted in the scriptures. Let's go. We're going to look at three scriptures on this podcast. Um, it's not going to be a long podcast because I believe if, if you take these steps with these three scriptures daily, this can't just be a a one time kind of deal. Right. It has to be something that's done daily that I believe that not only will your mind be better, but your soul will be better. Your overall body will be better and you could be able to navigate through this chaos with peace and people will be looking at you because in the midst of darkness you'll be shining light and you'll be attracting people to that light and now when people say hey man a hey woman why is it that you're so different and then you can tell them about the scriptures and then you can tell them about yahuwah and his covenant that he has with his people israel and that we should follow the law statutes and commandments and be holy because our elohim is holy um, so first thing we're going to look at is, uh, Psalm chapter one, Psalm chapter one. So Psalms chapter one or Psalm chapter one reads, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So number one, we should not be taking advice from the ungodly. Israel should not be taking advice from black lives matters Antifa, Donald Trump, um, 
I can't even remember the the the, the Democratic candidate for president, whoever his name is. Uh, not a Democrat, not a Republican. Joe Biden. Don't be taking no advice from no Joe Biden. Don't be taking no advice from your community leaders if they're not following the law, statutes and commandments of the most high. Um, and I've said this before. If your community leaders, if your pastors, um, if your favorite celebrity, your favorite sports star, uh, your politicians, if they're not telling you who you are as a people, that you're Israelites and that you should return to the covenant and follow the law, statutes and commandments of the most high, they've done nothing for you. You are in the council of the ungodly. If you're with these people, get from among them. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the council of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Don't be it. Come on, y'all. We know what sinners. By this point, we know what sinners are. Those who violate Torah. First John three, four through nine says that sinners are those who transgress the law. Nor in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of Yahuwah. I'll read that. I'll say that again. But his delight is in the law of Yahuwah. Is the law like honey upon your lips? Do you delight in the law of the most high? Or do you delight more in being on your phone and on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Amazon, scrolling through stuff to shop for? Do you delight in looking at these videos of our people being oppressed and depressed? Or do you delight in the law of the most high? And in his law, doth he meditate day and night? And if you do this, delight in his law, meditate on day and night. It says that he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in season. His leaves also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper so if you want to have number one if you want to have peace in the midst of chaos you have to separate yourself from the ungodly remove yourself from sinners delight in the law of the most high and meditate on that law daily so if this is david writing that we have to look at what previously was he's talking about torah are you meditating on Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy daily, reading it daily, studying it daily, diving in deep daily? Because if not, beloved, like I said before, your mind will not make it. It won't make it. Let's look at another scripture. We'll go to Philippians uh, chapter four, verses four through seven. Like I said, it's, it's, it's to be quick because I just want to give you guys some scriptures, um, some encouragement, because, I mean, these are troubling times and I'm not going to pretend like they're not. But I also don't want to use this platform um, to focus only on the crazy stuff that's going on when I know that our focus should really be on the law, statutes, commandments of the most high. Our focus should be on the scriptures. Our focus should be on getting our hearts and our spirits ready for the return of uh, uh, the son, the, the son of Elohim, Yahshua HaMashiach, our Messiah. That should be our sole focus. And if you're focused on this other stuff, trying to get justice and equal. Listen, can I tell you something? Can, is it OK if I tell you something? Justice and equality, true justice, true equality will never 
happen for the so-called black man and black woman, wherever you're scattered to in whatever country or continent you're on, it'll never, ever happen. Now, that's not me not having hope. That's just me knowing who our enemy is, both physically and spiritually. Because our enemies that's in the spirit, because we don't fight against flesh and blood, right? But against principalities and spirits in high places, they work through physical bodies. And those bodies are our oppressors. And they will never allow you to have true peace and true freedom and salvation, according to Luke chapter, uh, I believe it's chapter one or two, verses 67 through 75. Like we're not going to have a place of our own where we can worship freely our God and righteousness in these places. This is not going to happen. So it's not until we get with the most highs program and he allows us to go back home or at least opens up a door to allow us to exit out of these places of oppression into a land that we can temporarily call our own until he takes us back to Zion. All right. So let's not fight. To be equal with our oppressors. Let's fight to be holy. Let's fight to be separate and set apart. In a place of our own. So that we can righteously. Worship. The God of our forefathers. Abraham. Isaac. And Jacob. I believe sometimes we fight for the wrong thing. And fighting to be equal. Or to assimilate or to be like your oppressor is definitely the wrong thing. Proverbs 3.31. Do not envy your oppressor or choose none of his ways. So if we are to have peace in the midst of this chaos, we have to be focused on the right things. And one of those right things is, is, is saturating yourself in the scriptures, in the law of the most high. Saturating yourself. All right. Let's go to Philippians. Chapter four, verses four through seven. It reads, rejoice in the master always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all or your meekness or your gentleness be known to all men. The master is at hand. Be careful for nothing. Be in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto Elohim and the peace of Elohim, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Hamashiach, Yahshua. I'll read that again. Rejoice in the master always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be made known to all men. The master is at hand. Be careful for nothing. So, so don't want for anything or don't worry about getting anything because he got us. All right. That's Matthew. Uh, that's Matthew chapter six. He got us. Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto Elohim and the peace of Elohim, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Yahshua Hamashiach. So not only should we be saturated in the scriptures, not only should we uh, remove ourselves from the scornful and the sinful and the ungodly, not only should we be meditating on his laws day and night. It says that we should be rejoicing in the master always. Yes, what happened to Brother Floyd is, is a tragedy, a tragedy, a travesty. I'm sorry uh, to, to Sister Brianna Taylor, a travesty. Trayvon Martin, a travesty. 
Go on down the list. Sandra Bland. Uh, my brother that was shot down uh, in, in Atlanta for sleeping in his car in a drive through at Wendy's. It's all tragic. It's, it's all tragic. But even in all of that, we have to have a mindset. And I know it's hard sometimes. I know it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But we have to have in our minds where we're rejoicing in our master. Each and every day, always, always be rejoicing in him. Always let men know your moderation. Never be worried about anything. And through prayer, through prayer, through prayer. A lot of, a lot of us want a bunch of stuff, but we don't like to pray. We want peace in the midst of chaos, but you don't want to take time out and like do it like our ancestor did. And at least three times a day during the time of the sacrifices, get down on your knees, have yourself prostrate, stand up, sit down, however you do it and pray. We have to communicate. With our Elohim. Because he listens to us. Now there was a point in our lives. Where we were in sin. And in these Christian church. And these Muslim mosques. And all these other places. And we know that if you turn a, a blind ear. To the laws and the statutes of the most high. That your prayers are an abomination. You can find that in Proverbs. And John, John talks about how he don't hear prayers of sinners. And then John explains what sin is. A transgression of the law. So at one time we fit that description where the most high our prayers were abomination to him. But now since you've come back into the covenant, since you're walking back into the way, since you're now serving the Elohim of our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, he hears your prayers and he answers your prayers. If you're praying for something that's righteous and noble and right. It's time to go back to prayers, ladies and gentlemen. Through supplication, let your request be made known unto Elohim in the peace of Elohim, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Yahshua HaMashiach. If you want your heart and mind kept in peace during this time of chaos, rejoice in our master. Be humbled. Don't want for anything. And give continual supplications and prayers. Let your request be made known. Request for the Holy Spirit mm, to continue to grow in you. The spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, the set apart spirit that he's put in you. Pray that that spirit overtake your fleshly desires each and every day. Pray that even though our brothers and sisters are being foolish out here on these streets, that the Most High would wake up the seed of Jacob, that he would uh, breathe life. That he would breathe life into the dry bones. That they may have breath and that their ligaments and their skin may come together. And that they may rise in a strong army. And that the two sticks of Israel and Judah may be put back together. Pray that our people remove themselves from their idols. Because we know in Psalms, David said that if you worship idols, you become like your idols. You have eyes but cannot hear. Or you have eyes but cannot see. And you have ears but cannot hear. That's why if you read the book of Jeremiah, 
He says, oh, my people who have eyes but cannot see, who have ears but cannot hear. Why would Jeremiah say that? It's because they chose idol worship over the worship of our Elohim, Yahuwah, the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And our brothers and sisters have chosen that same idol worship today, whether it's sun worship, whether it's whatever it is, uh, uh, Kemet, whether it's is whatever it is. It's an idol worship. That's why they have eyes but cannot see. That's why your family members have ears but cannot hear you telling them the truth. Pray to the Most High that he opens their eyes, opens their ears, and utterly destroys their idols so they can see, so they can hear. What are you praying about? Are your prayers filled with supplications for you and you alone? Or are you, are you wailing and praying and crying out for your brothers and sisters who are lost? Are you crying out for Israel? Or are you just worried about yourself? You can't have peace in this midst of chaos if the only thing you're worried about is yourself. And you're not worried about your, further, your, 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 your fellow brother and sisters who's out here being lost. And who will burn if the Son of Man returns tomorrow. Let's be prayerful. Let's be rejoiceful. Let's be humble. Let's move on to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. I mean, I'm sorry if I sound preachy. But listen, I think we got to get this out here because a lot of this, a lot of crazy stuff is going on. And it's not just these protests and these this this race war that 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 uh, this country is trying to start. But you got COVID-19. They scaring folks with COVID-19. They talking about H1N1 is coming back. Um, they talking about all these plagues that's going on around the world. Uh, we still have famine and pestilence. We got people in poverty. Some folks ain't worried about these protests or this COVID-19 because they still in poverty. Their kids can't eat because school been shut down since spring break for some of us. And they relied on that school and they relied on them school lunches. Some folks have bigger issues than COVID-19 and worrying about some justice. Have we forgotten about the poor children and the parents at the border of Texas who they got in cages? No telling what they're doing to them poor kids. No telling what they're doing to them women. No telling what they're doing to them men. Are we praying for them? Because some of them are our brothers and sisters too. Here's the crazy thing about that. And I don't want to get off in a tangent. But they are taking these kids at the border. And, and folks can quit talking about it. And it's sad. But they are taking these kids at this border. Separating them from their parents. And these, and these European folks. These evil people. Are coming and snatching these kids up. Talking about they adopting them. That's not adoption idiot. That's called kidnapping. But ain't nobody talking about that because we too focused on ourselves. Now, I'm not saying that you got to be in the know of everything, but be in the know of something outside of yourself that you can be praying for others. Moving on to Philippians uh, chapter two, we're going to look at verses one through 18. It reads, if there be, therefore, any constellation in Hamashiach, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowls of mercy feel ye my joy that ye be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind. We have to be of one mind with Hamashiach. 
We cannot have these these slave mentality minds that's been put on us through epigenetics, through passed down trauma. We have to be willing to, to, to put that stuff aside for a second and have the mind of Hamashiach. No, uh, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem another better than themselves. That's what I was just talking about. Look, not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Hamashiach Yeshua or Messiah Yeshua, who being in the form of Elohim, though it uh, thought it not robbery to be equal with Elohim, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. He humbled himself. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, Elohim also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at every name of Yahshua, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things on earth and things under the earth and every tongue should confess that Yeshua HaMashiach is the master to the glory of Elohim the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have also obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is Elohim which worketh in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputing. Do all things without murmuring and disputing. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of Elohim, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Are we not, are we not right now in the midst of a, a crooked and perverse nation? And within that, our Elohim, uh, through um, uh, the Apostle Shaul, Paul, is telling us in this perverse and crooked nation to shine as the lights in the world. What are you shining? Are you blending into the darkness? Or are you shining your light? Are you repaying hate with hate? Anger with anger? Are you flowing in the, in the fruits of the spirit? It's heart check time, Israel. We cannot hate our oppressors and have the same characteristics of our oppressors. Of anger, of strife, of, re of, re of revenge, of violence, of fits of rage. You can't say you hate somebody and act just like them. It's hard to free yourself from an oppressor when you look just like them. Choose none of his ways. Choose the ways of the father. Let's, let's move on. Verse 16, holding forth the word, the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Hamashiach, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and the service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. 
For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. So what is the same cause? The same cause that Paul is talking about is that uh, we be one in the mind of Messiah Yahshua. That we rejoice. That in this perverse and crooked world that we shine our lights. That we be humbled. That we not think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think for ourselves. But we look at others and see what their needs are and try to meet those needs and pray for those things. Our cause is not their cause. If you go to the Maccabees, I believe it's like chapter three. When our ancestors were fighting to uh, preserve the temple during the time of Antiochus and Alexander the Great. The Greeks came in and did abominable, th abominable things in our temple. Our ancestors said, we fight for our family and for the law. What is your cause, beloved? Are you fighting for equality for, uh, with your oppressor? Are you fighting for a higher wage at your job? To raise minimum wage? Legalize marijuana? What, whatever cause is out there. You fighting to reelect Trump? To, re to, to uh, elect Joe Biden? You fighting for a liberal cause, a conservative cause, a left wing, right wing. What's your cause? Because if it's not the law, statutes and commandments, if it's not getting your heart right, your heart and your mind prepared for the return of Messiah. I'm sorry to tell you that you're on the wrong side of the fence fighting for the wrong cause. Hopefully you have time to change course. Last scripture we're going to look at. Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 21. Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 21. And they read, And when they came, and when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Master, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic, and swore vexed, and sore vexed, for oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often to the waters. And I brought him unto I brought him to thy disciples and they could not cure him. Then Yahshua answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Yahshua rebuked the devil and he departed out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Yahshua apart and said, why could, why could not we cast him out? And Yahshua said to them, because of your unbelief. Check your unbelief, beloved. Do you really believe that we should be doing more than Yahshua? Because that's what he, that's what he said. He said he's going to the father to send us a comforter. And he said, when this comforter comes, that we should be doing more than what he did. He said the signs of his disciples will be those who can heal, those who can cast out demons. Last time I checked, I'm not there. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I have some unbelief in my heart that needs to be checked. Because I always tell people in my assembly, hey man, the day when my shadow can cure somebody, the day when I can mail somebody a handkerchief and they're cured of their disease, the day where I can pray for somebody in one room and their family's being healed in a whole nother, man, then I know, then I know that, I, that I'm in a perfect alignment with the father and the son. But until then, we have some serious unbelief that we need to check in our own hearts. Or do you just not believe the scriptures that these things are possible? 
You only believe the scriptures when they fit your agenda. Or do you believe the scriptures because they're just true? I don't know. That's something you have to investigate for yourself. Back in verse 20, it says, And Yeshua said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, very small seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be, how be it, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. So the last three things in order to have a, let's, let's, let's kind of do this, this uh, summary, this wrap up, right? So in order to have a peace of mind <clears throat> in this, uh, in this in this mist of chaos number one we have to meditate on the law statutes commandments of the most high daily saturate ourselves in the scriptures remove ourselves from the scornful the sinners and the counsel of the ungodly then we have to be rejoiced we have to rejoice always with prayer and supplication not just for ourselves but for others so that the peace of elohim that passes all understanding can be with us and guard our hearts and our minds through Yahshua HaMashiach. Then, um, not only that, we, we can't think of ourselves more highly than, than we ought to. We have to humble ourselves and be in the same mind that Yeshua HaMashiach was in. We have to merge our minds with him. And we can only do that through saturating through the scriptures. And then lastly, we have to have faith. We have to check our heart for unbelief. And we have to pray and fast. We have to pray and fast. A lot of us are about prayer. I just said some of us don't like to pray. Some of us love to pray, but a lot of us don't like to fast. And if you cannot put your fleshly body into submission, if you can't control your own flesh, what makes you think that you'll be able to control anything in the spirit realm? If you can't do anything in the physical, you can't do it in the spiritual. So in order to have peace in the midst of chaos, we have to do these things. They're important. We have to be in the scriptures. We have to be in prayer. We have to be humble. We have to be thinking about others. We have to be focused on Yeshua HaMashiach and his father, Yahuwah, the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That has to be our primary focus. And we have to fast. We have to bring our flesh into submission to these scriptures. It's a have to, beloved, in order for us to, vi to survive this crazy time. And hopefully, this time passes. It usually does, but it's just something different in the air about this one, right? So maybe it doesn't. Maybe this is the start of something. Maybe this is the start of the, of the coming of, of the Messiah. But until we know for sure, these are the steps I believe that we need to take in order to have peace in the midst of chaos. As always, keep it 98 plus 2. Seek truth, live it out, inform others. I love y'all. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jacob's Seed Podcast. If you have not already, we ask that you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, as well as sharing it on your social media outlets. You can find Jacob Seed Podcast on Instagram at Jacob Seed 12, as well as on Facebook at Jacob Seed Podcast. Ever want to know how to be a part of the podcast? 
you can call the podcast voicemail at 901-300-7474 and leave a one-minute comment or question and we will play it on the next episode. Ever want to know how to support the podcast? You can go on Facebook and press the learn more button or you can go on Instagram and press the link in the bio. If you do not have Facebook or Instagram, you can simply go to jacobc12.wixsite.com slash podcast. That's jacobc12.wixsite.com slash podcast. Select store and find ways to support this podcast. We thank you. We love you. And as always, we wish you shalom. Shalom.